0: once you get that all decided then you do a I use what's called um it's called template I think it's by clinician's choice and it's just a like you know a bite registration material and I'll squirt that on the bottom and I'll create like almost like a a template of it so that when I'm actually doing my freehand bond of veneers I have something to go by (laughs) Welcome to the Truth About Dentistry podcast. I am Dr. Peggy a successful solo dental practice owner in St. John, New Brunswick. After years of figuring out how I wanted to practice, I now run a fully digital clinic providing my own brand of dentistry on my own terms. It wasn't easy and I'm still learning, but I know I have so much knowledge to share. This podcast is created to help inspire young dentists or anyone looking to transition to a more digital practice. I aim to give you actionable step-by-step strategies to help you navigate the modern dentistry landscape. If you're looking to become more digital, improve your skills, or even have a more profitable practice, then this podcast is for you. Now let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. It's nice to have you here. And wherever you are, I hope you're enjoying your summer. It's not over yet. I'm about to go on vacation at the end of this week, so probably shouldn't have said that out loud. The universe is well aware, I'm sure, and it's going to give me a wild, wild week. I don't know if you guys find that when you're about to go on vacation. It seems like the craziest things, uh, kind to of pop up and you're thinking thank god I didn't go on vacation this week because what would have happened but anyway I think it'll be good I've got a great team and we have reviewed the week as best we can in advance to see where we might be having going to have uh, some bottlenecks but so so it's looking good so today I want to talk to you about it it's a a fairly important part of the cosmetic bonding process. I would say one of the most important things that you can do to help save yourself and have a very happy patient in the end. I've had a few situations where sometimes I haven't been the best at communicating, which I'm sure we are all guilty of that. But one of the things that happened last week, and this is what I like to do on this podcast is I like to kind of, as I learn things, I share is the patient came in and we had in her, what we call her D-band appointment, her appointment where she finished her Invisalign. She was kind of in a rush that day, so I'm not gonna take all the blame, but we didn't do a mock-up on that day. Now the teeth are all aligned. Uh, We did maybe a preliminary mock-up or a 2D design when she first came in for her first consult. We go through the Invisalign. Now what do we do? Do we do another mock-up? Yes, I uh, will talk about that and why, but generally we do it, we would normally do it or I would do it at that D-band appointment. So you know, there's a lot going on that day. We want to make sure that the teeth are all in place, we're, we're not going to have to do a refinement and all that. We need to get some, make sure she has temporary retainers and, and whitening as to occur and all those things. But one of the most important things, if I have time, and this is where you kind of make time, make sure it's in a part of your day where you don't have to feel rushed and you've got like a big endo or something going on next door and you can do this, is to do a flowable mock-up if you're not DST, do a flowable mock-up over the teeth that day, verify with the patient, not just that they need bonding, they probably agreed to that ahead of time, but What type of bonding as far as how many teeth are we going to do, what material we're going to use, what are their expectations? This patient that I had last week, I had done, like I said, she was in a bit of a rush. She's a very busy woman, runs her own business. These types of people are sometimes the most challenging to deal with because they're very busy and they don't have time and they don't realize that you need to have that time with them. So it just kind of slipped by my assistant and I, who is actually fairly new to to this as well. So, you know, all in all, we didn't do what we call, you know, that mock-up on the D-band appointment. I had discussed with her, yes, you do need to do, you know, eight teeth, on the upper and maybe we won't do anything on the lower, we'll just smooth the lower teeth for now, see how you make it with the whitening, like that was a general discussion. Knowing that I can do a mock-up right before we start on the morning of the the, the bonding and the veneers, but it's generally nice to have it all settled out, it doesn't chew up your time the morning of the bonding and then you're also, you have this template that you can look at and use. So. That didn't happen. She came in. My assistant gets her seated. My assistant comes to me. She comes to me. I don't know where I was was in the lab or something. She's like, she only thinks she's neat. She's doing two teeth. Now we have the whole day booked off. Like I usually only have one other patient booked at the very end of the day, a very simple thing after a long bonding, like eight to 10 veneers. That's all put in my main chair. Now I'll have other things going on in my other chair, but in my main chair, I'm just like, I have that day reserved for that patient. And so, so now she's saying, oh, I only need to come in or I'm only want two veneers. So my assistant's going like, what are you, what is she talking about? And I'm like, well, do we had, did we do a mock-up? Like I've got to think it through. Of course realized, no, we didn't that day. She was in a rush. So let me talk to her, of course. Is she thinking about that because she just doesn't want bonding on her teeth? Is she thinking about that because she doesn't want to pay the money and she was given this estimate and now she's deciding that last minute, very last minute that she doesn't want to do all those teeth? What is is the reasoning behind why this patient thinks she only needs two? So I came in the room and yeah, that was, in fact, what she saw was just some chipping on the lower incisal edges. Now what she didn't realize, I'm not sure. I don't know if she was just sort of playing dumb or, or she, but when I expanded her upper arch I created space in approximately because what I like to do is I like to get a, a, a nice broad arch form if I'm going to be repairing or doing bonding anyway I'm okay with a little bit of space temporary spacing until the bonding's done that gives me more strength in my restoration it gives me a little bit nicer fuller space for the teeth and of course I don't have to do as much IPR on the lower so anyway so I I said well you know I didn't flat out say No, you know, it's not like, no, we talked about eight. I said, well, yes, but you know, your smile doesn't end there. I know you only see the the two chipped front teeth, but as far as the way things will look and the uniformity and and I just went on like that. I said, but however, here's what we're going to do. I said, we don't have, we hadn't done like an actual new mock-up or a new design. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a design right now on your teeth before we start and we're going to do, I'm gonna design eight. I think I did eight, I don't think I did 10, but I did eight. And then I said, I will take pictures before and after and I'll take off two teeth at a time, like two of the temporary mock-up veneers at a time. And we'll take pictures. And then we'll together, we'll look at it and we'll say, yeah, with only six, it looks good. Or with only four, it looks good. With, o- with eight, yeah, we need to do eight. Like give her the feeling That I'm listening and that I'm respectful and that I will only do what I think she really needs and me too I have it's a discovery session if you will for me as well because I have to make sure that it is I have to do a design anyway and sometimes when I when I get it done in the mouth I go you know what that person's really fine with with just six or, you know, maybe they only need four teeth done. So we, when we do the original consult, we do a, you know, preliminary estimate, usually on the higher end because we want to give them a range of cost of what it will be. But then at some point, either in the post-ortho D-band appointment, when they're getting their attachments off or in that morning of, ideally not the morning of, but did that a couple times. And it's fun and exciting, it's not the end of the world. But I knew I had kind of a bit of a, someone I had to convince, right? So what I did is I took portrait, picture of her sitting up in the chair with nothing on her teeth, and then laying back at two times the magnification on my iPhone. I don't get the DSLR involved for this because I want very fast side-by-side comparisons. So I don't use the DSLR for this, okay? So just your simple iPhone, and then you're gonna use the app and I've discussed this in other other episodes where we use the layout app and we can just quickly put two pictures side by side allowing the patient to really make a comparison so lay back at two times just a smile shot sometimes cocktail shots because looking at them from the side sometimes that's what really is important as well and that'll look good uh, to really convince them because if you do just from the front you're getting a different kind of view. So I do that then I do my flowable design I don't do like take pictures after each two because in that order I do eight or ten and then I will peel off each one as I go and I'll take a new two two times uh, close up of either this like front on and side by and the sides and then I will probably partway through maybe do another portrait it's just sitting them up a lot it can you're talking about chewing up perhaps a bit of an hour could be an hour by the time that you get it all done you get the pictures the patient thinks about it somebody calls you out of the room for something else you probably could be looking at 40 minutes possibly an hour to really negotiate and make the patient happy now once you get that all decided then you do a i use what's called it's called template I think it's by clinician's choice and it's just a like you know a bite registration material and I'll squirt that on the bottom and I'll create like almost like a, a template of it so that when I'm actually doing my freehand bond of veneers I have something to go by. there are other thin products out there like I think 3M makes something uh, where it like kind of helps design the teeth for you but I personally think that if you're art- artistic enough and you feel comfortable you should make your own and then you should do your own Siltek with the, the byte registration called template. So I do all that. Anyway, I took off each one and lo and behold, by the time I was done, she really believed she needed six. Like, she's like, Oh, I see now. And it was like that. Oh, thank God you see, cause I, this is not going to work if we only do two. Plus that's not what I have in my schedule. Like we have planned and clearly we didn't have good enough communication, but now here we are. Yeah, so I, I was able to show her with the side-by-side view. And if anybody wants pictures of that actual case and you're listening and you follow me on Instagram, then just DM me and I can show you this exact case uh, of what went down and how it looked with me doing a mock-up of just four or eight. Um, just Just send me a DM. But it was so helpful and I realized, okay, Better to not try to do this the morning of, but if we do, then I would suggest that you try doing it in this way. And you're going to get the patient really on side. You look confident, comfortable, and then the patient is very excited because you've verified you know, how many teeth you're doing and they don't feel like they were pushed into it. So let's review. So from that experience and a few others, We have really made a few changes uh, to our workflow, I would say. So one thing of course is to always have a mock-up and an approved smile before you start doing your free hand bonding. Do not, do not, do not. And I actually think I talked about this in another episode. Do not do free hand bonding on a patient without a design approval beforehand. And. So that's the first thing. Um, There are other things that we've now created a checklist for that I want to always check off and that will be something that is now part of our, you know, our workflow. And what I decided to do for this episode is to put that checklist that we've come up with in a PDF. So if you would like to have that checklist, then all you have to do is click the link in the show notes and there will be a link there to receive that PDF because it's a little easier. But essentially some of the things in that checklist are going to be, of course, mock-ups done, informed consent, signed, which I'll talk about in a minute, and that the number of teeth have been approved, patient has whitened, like some of those things. So if you would like that, You just have to click the link in the show notes and we will send you that. So the last thing I want to talk about, uh, and this sort of ties in with it is the informed consent. And you know, do you even have an informed consent for your direct bonding? If you are, you know, doing, we think of I think we think of direct bonding and as a fillings and things like that a little bit less seriously because we know that it's kind of reversible to some degree uh so maybe you don't ever an informed consent with your direct bonding but it is something that when that particular case happened I was like oh my god I gotta look at my informed consent again because did it not say in there you know like you know, we're going to be, you know, sticking to the plan and that kind of thing is what's in the informed consent. So have a look at your informed consent if you do have one. If you don't have an informed consent, that is something very important uh, that I think you should develop with your team and be sure that the patients are understanding that this is, yes, it's an additive procedure, it is reversible, but it's also there's some maintenance and care, what to expect, those types of things that should be put in it that will help protect you and the patient has ample time. Like you don't want the patient reading the informed consent the morning of the appointment or reading the informed consent even the day before. You've booked off a number of hours for this appointment. You don't want the informed consent not being signed because the patient's like, oh, actually, I don't, don't want to go ahead with it now. And now it's the day before. So we got to know that things are in order and we should have that checklist kind of checked off before at least about a week out. And like I said, if you can't do the mock-up, um, beforehand, it's not great. Uh, it's a little more stressful, but if you have to, then I would suggest you do it the way I suggested today. So I think that's again all I really wanted to say about that I don't I could go on and on about the technique and I thought maybe in another episode I would talk about that um, the actuals once I get start the case and what kind of techniques I use I do get a lot of questions about that on my Instagram one other thing I want to share with you is an exciting episode that is coming up that is all about finance and it's about you know what you should be doing as far as, you know, different points in your career, as far as your investing and, 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 you know, your general management of money that you are making to have this wonderful life. So, uh, keep an eye out for that. In this episode, I interviewed, um, a very, I guess a financial expert, uh, Farn, and he has, he is the founder of White Coat Financial, and he also has a podcast as well. I think it's uh, dollars to doctors Uh, dollars and doctors podcast and it is so refreshing to hear him I don't want you to miss it it's kind of a longer episode so you're going to um, you know have to have a little bit more time maybe pen and paper because he gives a lot of great uh, tips and tricks uh, for what to do. And 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 if you want to reach out to him, of course, all the information will be there for him as well. So yeah, so that's coming up. I'm excited. And uh, I think that's it. I want you, I hope you're having a wonderful summer and I will see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to to listen to this podcast. And again, hopefully I inspired you in some way. If you feel this was helpful or you have any colleagues that you think would really maybe enjoy some some of the content like this we're going to be here every week and i would so appreciate it if you would subscribe to my channel and also share this little discovery of this new podcast with your friends and colleagues if you do want to reach me you can certainly find me through my social media channels dr peggy bound or peggy bound dentistry and or you can reach me on my email peggy at smilesbybound.com